Jude did tell me that she would give me a shovel to kind of <laughs> dig myself out of. No, he doesn't need one. If he wants to dig himself out of the hole, he can use his hands <laughs> and um, get them all bloody and He's crawl nice out. All right, well, welcome back. Um, we've got a special guest today. Her name is Jude Green. She's got a cute little, little English accent, so for those of us all in America are going to love it. Right, Jude? I'll try and be extra English today. I was going to say we do have a wide variety of accents. We have my uh, Midwest one, which is getting worse by the day at, now that I'm up here in Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> we have Lydia's very... Um, uh, refined southern accent, Paul's Australian, <laughs> New Zealand accent, and now we have British. <laughs> well, Jude, thanks for yeah. joining us. Um, you know, this is this podcast is about everyone taking their moonshots, right? And so we thought it was good for you to come on um, after having all these very, very fast, fast, amazing Olympic athletes to kind of give like a second hand view of someone who you know like many of us aren't ever going to make the olympics but we also have our goals and our mean and our reasons for doing mm-hmm. hard things yeah right? but you called me average so, this morning paul oh well, you're about <laughs> oh so, i love it i love a paul so, yeah, call out i'm, 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 I'm an average runner but for me <laughs> i am not sporty <laughs> did not do any kind of sport voluntarily as a child so I'm actually exceptional on my on my whole <laughs> like, I love it I love like it. no one well, ever saw this for me in in my future yeah. so that's kind of cool but well I wasn't trying to no. be rude this morning you know I'd, I'm not yeah. offended um, at all I thought it was funny <laughs> Dude, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? I mean, I know you've um, been in the U.S. for a little while. Tell us a little bit about your family and then how you yeah, got Yeah, so running. we, um, I am married to Stu, or Stu, Stu. Um, we have two children, two girls. Um, we had one, our first daughter in London, and then we moved to Jacksonville when I was pregnant with Ada, who's seven. Um, so we've been in Jacksonville for uh, seven plus a pregnancy, um, so about over eight years now. Um, and it's the longest we've ever lived anywhere as a couple. So we've kind of really um, settled in here um, and it feels like home. And everyone says, why Jacksonville? And I'm like, it was kind of an accident, but we, we love it here. Um, and then running... I feel like Jacksonville is just a running city. I kind of just saw all these people out. And then um, my friend Casey, we had, well, we had two strollers and three kids so, in the strollers. So we, she was like, do you want to run? And I was kind of like, no, but I need a friend. So I ran with her and I remember it was 1.88 miles and I was like texting everyone. Like I just ran 1.88 miles and everyone was like, I was texting all the people that I knew ran. And so they were probably like 
good for you. But I was so proud. And then, um, yeah, I was like, I did it. And then um, I just kept running with her. She kept inviting me. I find, like, I wanted a friend. I think she wanted a running partner. So, but yeah, it, it all worked out. It's all good. Um, and our, our kids are best friends now. So it's, it's good. And um, then I guess... It was 2016 into the cooler months and she was like, I was noticing we were running more, um, like it was like three or four times a week and the, the, the run on Saturday was like five miles and then six miles and I was like, oh, this is interesting. Like, And then I remember one day we did 10 miles and I was like, what, what was that? And then she said, um, so did you sign up? And I said, sign up for what and she said the the donna the half marathon and i was like i can't do a half marathon Mm -hmm. and she said uh well you've been training for one and i was like oh (laughs) well i guess i guess i'll sign up and she's like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna try and do a sub two and i was like what's a sub two and she she goes so she explains all of that i'm like okay well that sounds like a, a reasonable goal um so i went out there i had no idea that that was like quite a lofty goal for your yeah, yeah right. so I ran the Donna. I did the first half on pace. Like, I was like, this is great. And then the second half was a disaster. Like, I I noticed they were handing all these goo gels out. So I was like, I'll try one of those. And then I tried another. And then <laughs> I think I did, like, five in six miles. And it was, like, <laughs> not good. But I ended up... You were out there for, like, like and It was not a perfect race, obviously. But I did it in two hours and five minutes. And I was like, okay. Pretty so um, then I did the gate. And then I was like, it got hot. And I was like, oh, I'm not doing this anymore. And then that was, like, my cycle as a... Like, I'd be a fair weather runner. So October to March. And mm-hmm. then... And then recently it's been different (laughs) well talk a little bit i mean because i know you've kind of ramped up your training probably for since january right and so do you want to talk a little bit about that i mean i know this is called the bq moonshot but really for you you and i just started working together coaching yeah um and i'm still going for a bq i I just don't know when it's going to be okay Yes, but we were trying to get it ready before. September. Yeah, that's not- so. Talk a little bit about <laughs> talk a little bit about how things have been yeah. going and and kind of how you. What made you want to kind of start to um, like before you know, kind of the transition from I'm just going to go out and run three or four miles to, oh, I want to run faster mm-hmm. or like what was what made you kind of decide to do that? Well, in tw- it probably needs to go a bit back a bit further. In 2020, I hit both of my goals so I got my first sub two it was like um 156 and I was like it was just like negative splits it was like I felt good the whole way I was like yes I did it and then the gate river run I always I wanted to get a hat like a top 10% hat and some like it was really cold it was beautiful weather well actually it was kind of windy but it was just my day and I did it I can't remember my time, but it was like, it was exceeded my expectations by far. So I think 
in those situations, I'm actually, I feel quite demotivated because I'm like, oh, what, what next? And I, I wasn't in a running group, so I didn't really have anyone to be like, well, you could do this next. I was just kind of, I kind of was like, oh, I guess I'll just go back to running a few times a week. And then, um, and then 2020 happened like the week after the gate and that was just um kind of tough for us we we own a bar so it was it was survival mode um and then 2021 my dad passed away in march so that was like devastating and so I like, gosh, beginning of 2021, I'd written all these goals about how I was going to do this and do that. And it was just like, everything went out of the window. It was just survival again, like year two of survival mode. Um, but towards the end of the year, I just started feeling like I was ready to take something on again. Um, so the the anniversary of my dad's passing was actually the it was the day before the gate so I was like well I'll I'll do the gate I'll just work towards that it's it doesn't feel like too much pressure because I know that race um but it's like something to work towards and then started going to track which I said I'd never do and um and then um I did the gate and it it was not my it was humid it was like it wasn't mm -hmm. it just didn't like I didn't have a good time I was like you know I did it it was fine but wasn't my race um and I was kind of like oh but I just suddenly thought oh maybe I need to start running through the summer maybe that would like I I don't know something just changed I I don't know whether it was just being around a lot of motivated people but something felt like um I was ready to take it more seriously um and just see, I, you know, I'm, I'm in unknown territory because I, I just, I don't know how far I can push myself. So this is the first time I've run yeah. this many miles in a week. It's the first time I've run in this heat. So I'm just. And you actually asked me for more <laughs> these last couple of weeks. Yes. <laughs> and it's actually hard when you go from being, um, you know, you're going to run easy and run with your friends to, oh, now I'm kind of putting pressure mm -hmm. on myself. Like now I'm actually giving myself some expectations. That's, that's a, it's kind of like yeah. a big step, I feel like. Yeah. So, so Jude, is it, um, I know you talked about mm -hmm. your dad, right? And I, I, you know, if this is tough for you, I don't really want, you know, don't feel like you don't have to answer and we can cut this out. But um, you, I know you've talked to me before about him and there was something, some kind of connection between running yes. and him, right? Um, so he was, he ran, he was like, gosh, I think we're actually quite different. I'm way more um, competitive with myself. He was just like okay. Mr. Consistent. He would um, run on his lunch hour with people from work. And he did that. I don't know how many, he just like, he had the same job for 30 years and he would just, run with them and just okay. I don't know he just never never stopped and then um I don't know I don't think it's like obviously he never inspired me to run as a child I think he was just like that's not your thing but he never said that but once <laughs> I did start running it just became <laughs> like I would send him 
like my race link and he'd always be the first to text me and I think he was really pleased that I that I did that and now uh, obviously he's not here it's just like something that I can think of him like in the half marathon I just did it was um the day after his birthday so I um I was just thinking of him I was like this this is really tough but um I'm thinking of my dad and it's like it just gives it a makes it when you're like really wanting to stop it gives you that kind of extra um motivation um yeah and it's just I think it's just something that I can I can um I don't know like I can just feel feel that he's there and he would be proud of me and he would be um yeah like the one to text me um yeah yeah so you guys were obviously pretty close right sorry I said you guys were obviously pretty close right yes he was um he was definitely the kind of dad that you that everyone wants to have he was I can't you know he was just the best so yeah. Okay. So, dude, what do your girls think about all your running? I mean, do they understand it? Do they just think mom's going out? How are how are they with your? They get proud. Or they go the races? yeah. So, um, I'm trying not to be too like pushy because <laughs> I don't think I was I don't think I was pushed enough. Like I, they were just like, oh no, you do music, you're fine. I was like, you know, I could have done better. I could have like, I I have regrets. I didn't start earlier. I feel like. Same. Gosh, I, the same yeah. way with my parents. I didn't do anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I'm trying not to be too like you will do this. So my ten year old is like, no, I'd rather read a book or I'd rather draw. I'm good. I'm good. And she like finds the she she uh she loved the Gate River Run because of the snack tent. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> it's not like this every time. But she really likes the atmosphere. She likes like the the buzz and all the people um my youngest ada is like wait she joined the running club at school she's like i'm when are we doing our next race so she's done a couple of one mile races i think she um she's built for it she looks great she's got better form than i have so i think yeah (laughs) if she can um work up and like she can do a mile right now and i feel like maybe we could as she gets older we could do some She's always like, when are we going out? But she's obviously not getting up at five in the morning. And I'm like, I'm not taking you for a run at midday. Like, I love you. But... <laughs> so, yeah. so, so Jude, so Jude um, I know today was your longest. Yes. I added run, on half an right? hour. Ever? I added on half a mile just to get that. I know. <laughs> I was like... so, so we have to talk about this because this morning, I didn't see you till after the run, obviously, but you told me you had some serious doubts about what was on your schedule and whether you were going to be able to hit the paces I gave you. So just talk about that because this is actually a big moment. Yeah, um, today went really, really well. Um, Like almost, I feel like part of it was I finally, like we were in the UK for June, came back and I got COVID and then started running in this swamp weather which was just like I mean it's just it just zaps your confidence I was like I'm I'm better than this but clearly not but anyway this week this week it just kind of 
felt easier and I don't I guess it's just acclimatizing but I was like oh it doesn't feel yeah. like I'm breathing water but um I can't remember what the question was now what was the run so, so, what to give you for your so it's 15 today? miles and the last five was supposed to be sub 9:45, but I ended up doing them more like 9 9 15 because I just felt good so I was like I'll just keep going um That's yeah awesome. But I've had saying that, like, you might not want to talk about this, but I've been, uh, no, no. stomach issues have been like the long yeah. runs of, I'm just like, now it's happened a few times where I've just been like, I don't know if I'm going to finish this or no, yeah. I don't know if I need to get picked up on the side of the road. Um, it's that anxiety of like, is it going to happen again? But, um, I managed to get two gels down me today, so that was that was improvement, nice. and it was it felt great the whole time. So I don't know, had terrible sleep. That's so terrible good. Sleep, Fifteen miles. I was like really worrying about it, and then it was just great. So. Mm -hmm. so I think we've all talked about. I think we've all talked about this on this podcast already. I mean, summers here in Jacksonville are tough, and. One day you're going to feel amazing. And today is actually a little, not much cooler, but it was definitely a couple of degrees cooler, cooler and that can make yeah. all the difference. Um, so I think, you yeah. know, you got to take your wins when you can and kind of suck it up when it sucks, you know? I mean, I'm doing most of my long runs. Granted, I'm not in like peak marathon shape, but I mean, they've been mostly almost like two minutes slower than marathon pace um, for the average just because it's like, it's just too hard. Like I just go by feel and then I look at my watch and I'm like, well, well, yeah. that's what it was today. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's nice when it's it happens hard. when you're like, oh my gosh, my watch, my watch tells me that I'm going faster than I thought, but mostly it's the other way. But so you got to like, just enjoy those yeah. days when it does click. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm so holding out for November. Best, uh... I'm like, well, I'm going to feel so I... fast. <laughs> yeah. You are sudden being like oh my gosh I'm so fit um what do you think's been like the best thing about kind of pushing yourself and taking that next little leap of of faith to go say I'm going to try to be cute like whenever that is but like what do you what do you feel like you're like learning about your is it like confidence or you're just meeting with friends like what do you think is the best um thing? definitely like I, I like seeing people, but I'm an introvert and it's early. So I would say the friend side is like those, <laughs> those, not that I don't like seeing people, but it's more like I'll, I'll catch you later when I'm awake. But, um, but I would say definitely for me, it's, it's resilience. Um, it's, I, I have a good amount of like mental chatter that tells me that I'm, I can't do things and, so it's like having that proof that I can. Um, mm -hmm. I love I love just scrolling through my Strava and being like, that was an awful long run. But look, I did I did those miles. No one else did those miles. I did them. And I think it's, it's tangible. Yeah. You can see it. You did it. Yeah. On paper. And um, it's it, for me just the the two we've had two tough years and it's just like learning that when you put yourself through tough things voluntarily it kind of helps you when things come at you I think and I think endurance 
like long distance running is just yeah. amazing for that. Um, that's awesome. By the way, their bar is Posting House in San Marco, and it is amazing. It is awesome. So Beautiful. Out. Thank you. Yes. Never thought I would be doing that. Yeah. That's for sure. See, running, <laughs> I own a bar. Like, I, I did not see that, either of those things. I love and it. And you And your kids are over there doing their homework yes. in the bar. It's so cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, Jude, we just wanted to get you on and get a brief little chat with you. And like, um, I guess my only last question would probably be if there's someone else out there that probably wasn't encouraged as much as they probably could have to pick up a sport, doesn't have to be running. Um, obviously, we will run, so that's be important. But um, what would you want? You'd, would you want your parents to kind of encourage you? And if you, if so, what, what would you have wanted them to say? I, I don't think it's that they didn't encourage me. I just think like they didn't, they didn't see that as that side of me. It was kind of hidden. I did gotcha. like I, I I did ballet as well, so it wasn't like I was completely <laughs> doing doing nothing physical. Yeah. But it was just, I think that um, you just have to start really small, really like maybe it's yeah. like half a mile and you and mm-hmm. like walk run but I think you're capable of a lot more than you think you are but you just maybe have to do smaller increments um and like cool. I gosh my first <laughs> I'm just remembering now I did actually do a cross-country race when I was like nine or mm-hmm. ten and I just <laughs> went into it cold and it was like terrible and that probably <laughs> discouraged me so yeah um tiny tiny increments and just celebrating every win and if you keep going there's you you will improve like if you keep going and keep um adding on in small 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 steps then you you can improve I think as well I'm just gonna put on the spot now having I mean I've had a coach I've had a coach for like two or three weeks but having someone (laughs) having someone that's like you can be like hey am I doing this right am I running too much am I that that is also really helpful and I would say even if like you've never run like why not get get a coach and you know set yourself up for success if it's something that you do want to do um for a long time which I hope I will be because um, all these fast people in their forties, I look forward to that. I'm going to be like there. Yes, I feel right. like it's one of the only yes. sports where you kind of, there's, there is a lot of longevity if you do it right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And our bodies yeah. only get stronger as we get older. I think, I mean, obviously there's going to be a time where you slowing down <laughs> yeah. backwards, but it is something that, you know, especially for women, I mean, you peak in your late thirties <laughs> and, um, it's, I think it's really cool to have something that you're proud of, of yourself outside of your job or your yeah. children or something that, you know, and your kids see that and they're like, man, mom's so cool or dad's so cool. I think that's, I think it's really some, you know, the best sport I think you can do with and keep going yeah. and letting your kids yeah. see that. So. Well, we have to ask you this. When is Stu going to start running? So <laughs> he does run <laughs> and he, he he was like maybe I'll join Paris and I was like um that's kind of my thing 
<laughs> I feel like we fight over like, well, okay, well, I'm doing, I'm doing this run, but no, he might, he he might do the Thursday, maybe the Thursday evening. He's probably more of an evening. He do, he gets a bit grumpy when I wake him up at in the in the fours. <laughs> so you so have do you have the you have the mornings and True. he can have the evenings. Maybe. What were you going to say, Jacob? I was just wondering, do you, is there um, a marathon that you're like dreaming of doing? Um, or just completely undecided at this point? I don't know. I, I was thinking about like, you know, I was kind of swept up in this whole BQ thing. And then I realized that it was uh-huh. like a little bit of a stretch too far like, I don't want to break my body <laughs> for your 50th yeah same yeah. <laughs> happy 50th I'm having those same happy thoughts 50th. I'm <laughs> never gonna run again because um um <laughs> but I honestly have not really paid attention to like m- marathons and like oh that's like that's not been my world so um I feel yeah. like the first one will probably be a local when it's not ridiculously yeah. hot just to take the pressure off yeah. a bit maybe london mm-hmm. would be cool Smart. but i was about to say london yeah. is my dream marathon that's the one i want to do yeah. so bad it's hard to get into for you would be able to get into it because you have the local address probably i don't i think it's so. hard for anyone yeah it's hard. It's hard. so i mean now you know now i've said i want to be here then i guess boston but Definitely. Yeah. You're going to do it. One day. Even if I'm in my 70s. We're going <laughs> to have to do like a... No, so it'll be before it. then. It'll be before <laughs> All right, Jude. Well, thanks so much for joining us today. And we'll I'll send you the link um, to kind of be able to listen. Well, you've yeah. got the link anyway, cool. so you'll be able to listen. I, I'm yeah. glad to, glad right. to bring some averageness to you. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Did I really say average? Huh? Did I really say average? It's stuck in her head. Yes, you did. It's all right. Uh, My yeah, you probably did. Also, I said, I don't know why they want me to be on this podcast. And he said, it's because you're relatable. Well, that's true. That's oh kind God. of what I mean. So are all of us. I mean, we're not, we're all average. Yeah. Well, Jude, Jude did tell me, Jude did tell me that she would give me a shovel to kind of <laughs> dig myself out of no he doesn't need one if he wants to dig himself out of the hole he can use his hands and um get them all bloody and crawl out all right well thanks thanks, for having me we'll see you soon thank you okay So, Jake, um, you've been in Wisconsin for, it seems like two weeks now, right? Um, I think it's, uh, three now. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you've Since been in Wisconsin for three weeks. And, um, I know it's been tough. You've got a, a bunch of, like, family things going on. So, why don't you just walk us through, um, kind of how things have been going. Yeah. I feel like I'll just, I mean, it's, it's like public knowledge, but we have a, we come up, my wife and I are both from Wisconsin for anybody listening who doesn't know that we had a pre pre planned two week uh, trip up to Wisconsin, which we do every summer. We love it's, you know, it's hard to be away from family. So it's always important and fun. And we are looking forward to getting out of 
Florida for two weeks in the summer. And the uh, week before we came up, we found out my wife's dad has a, he had a cancer diagnosis. So it changed um, a, a lot of our plans and we're really grateful and privileged and everything like that to be able to do it. But we're up here for, I think the total amount of time is going to end up being five weeks. We're coming back on August 6th. And um, it has just been sad and hard. And um, yeah, we live, uh, our parents live like two hours away from Mayo Clinic. So the second week we were here, Steph and her parents were in Rochester, Minnesota. Um, and he just has a really uh, sad, hard uh, stomach cancer stage four diagnosis. And it's um, so like yeah. just that issue alone is super hard and putting a lot of stress on everybody. And it's just like making stuff hard. And there's, you know, then like last week it was just. I'm, this sounds like I'm like complaining about it, but it's such a privileged thing to be able to do. But it was just, I was like a single parent for a week and it was me and my, I was, I moved in with my parents for the week and just hard. And I guess I'm realizing like more than I ever thought I'm like a super routine person. <laughs> and I, yeah. I like the first week I was here, I was like, oh, I'm going to crush this. I did all my runs perfectly. Everything was awesome. The second week it was like, mm this is going okay. And then on uh, Sunday, I had that 22 mile run, which was about <laughs> the, I feel like the hardest run I've ever had. I was like at mile 16 and I did okay, okay for like my first six fast miles. And then I was in the middle of nowhere. We were um, all supposed to be going together or going to church together as family. I was late. I was in the middle of nowhere. I was trying to call my dad to come and get me. Um, I'm in the middle of nowhere, gotcha. wasn't working. <laughs> and I just had like, I feel like it was like the first time I was like taking in the situation. Um, I just like, it was a bad, it was a bad run. Can seem, um, when you're going through stuff like that, it can, it, yes, it can help you obviously mm -hmm. because it's serotonin and all of that. But when you're doing these workouts and stuff, it can almost seem so much less important because you're dealing mm -hmm. with stuff, things that are so big. And so when you're mm -hmm. out there trying to push yourself, um, and I know we're talking about moonshot where you have, you know, you, you, we say you should be pushing through and doing all of that, but mm -hmm. at some level it's like, you're trying to push yourself and you know, yeah. you've got so much stress at home and you're dealing with something very sad that it just seems like, why am I out here doing this? You know, I want to be home with my family. So yeah. I think you have to, and you've already put in a lot of good work and you know, if it happens that you can't do the marathon, you know, yeah. this is, this is life. This is a non-professional, yeah. you know, professional life. Yeah. So I, and we just didn't even talk or text about that that much this week, but I was like, that really took it out of me, like emotionally, physically, mentally. And I haven't yeah. felt like that before like in a, a long time. So I like, I didn't run Monday or Tuesday. Um, I think I'll end the week at like 33 miles or something, which uh, on Sunday night, yeah. I told yeah. my wife, like, 
I can't, like, I'm, I'm just going to do whatever feels possible, um, this week. So, um, like, I don't, I hate to be like, woe is me or whatever. Cause I know there's lots of people going through really hard things and all that, but this is, you know, like, I guess I've had a pretty charmed life. Like this is, I'm, I, it's, yeah. And it's, um, I guess it probably should be, you know, like this kind of um, difficult stuff is the hardest thing people deal with. I mean, I know there's obviously people in harder situations than this, but um, so, but anyway, I feel like I got to get back on the bandwagon and um, you know, maybe it's that you, you know, take your effort down just a little bit, but so that you're not mm -hmm. totally wanting to throw in the towel because you know, I, mm -hmm. I've, I used to do evening track and if I would have, you know, in the early days of our company being a startup, which is obviously I'm not comparing your cancer to that, but I do remember going to track workouts at some, some time and quitting. Like I can't, I, I've got too much on my brain right now. This seems so irrelevant, Yeah. but maybe you can still get some good work in, but just maybe back off a little bit yeah. and then you have a little less kind of where it's not like all or nothing, you know? Yeah. I mean, essentially Jake, I was going to give you kind of like one of those weeks where less is less is better um where you can honestly feel like you can hit and get a green check for every single run um and that includes no no more than no more many no more days than normal but just like so you get through the week and think okay why well, I, I was successful with this week instead of feeling yeah. like you failed so that's kind of like what my plan was going to be. I know things have been tough mm -hmm. this week. I know we kind of give you a hard time on the text thread and, you know, that's just us <laughs> trying to yeah, make you, you know, get through it. But, um, yeah, you know, I think you've done well with all things considered. And like Lydia said, I mean, it's one of those things, man. You, you know, running it sometimes has to be. Fixed. Yeah. And some of it, I think to be like, I'm trying to, like not overanalyze myself too much but some of it like i you know like i made some stupid choices like i woke up at six this morning and it was dreamy outside and i <laughs> went back to bed and then i didn't run until eight and the sun was blazing and it was 74 degrees stupid stupid decision um so some of it is like we we can make better decisions but i am realizing <laughs> in the middle it's better right? to be with I mean, people yeah and that's that's always yeah. hard i mean we're so used to having each other with the club and everything um yes but i yes, think yes, this, yes. that's good to bring up for this podcast because that is a, a non-professional thing that happens i mean if it's your job and yeah. that's what you're doing it's, it's a lot different but even a professional you know this is your um it's your life and it's your wife and it's your kids yeah. and, um, you know, use running to, to help you not to hurt, you know, you've been watching any other, what are you doing today? Um, I've, I've watched on and off. Everything I watch is like amazing, but did you see the woman's one like... meter hurdles last night? No, but I saw all your texts about it. So I'm a little sad. I you didn't should, see it. You should at least watch that. Okay, you should at least I will. watch that. She it set the new world record. Amazing. Yeah. What's been your favorite men's mo moment so far? Or your favorite women's moment so far? Oof. Choose one. You have to choose one. Woman's moment would probably be. 
Probably that woman's four by four hundred meter hurdle with Sydney McLaughlin okay. winning. Lydia, it's pretty awesome. My women's is probably uh, it's not over, <laughs> but I would say my favorite is the fifteen hundred because I love Faith Kipyegon and she just dominates like she's the boss. Okay, men's. Uh, What's yours, Jacob? You haven't watched much. Well, I haven't watched as much, but I mean, it'd probably be top three um, women, American women in the marathon. Yeah, that was yeah. great. Yeah, I was I was going to say that I could probably have picked that as your favorite. Yeah. Men's, what's yours, Paul? My men's moment would probably be Jake Whiteman in the men's 1500. He ran the perfect race. Didn't he put on a perfect day? He could get a medal, and he just uh, ran the perfect race. He was right behind the leader yeah. the entire race. And when he decided to go, he was like pulled up alongside Jacob Jacob Ingebrigtsen. It was, was amazing. Like, cool. In the video of his dad, not so amazing. <laughs> so good. And so yeah, that was probably my my male moment. What about you, Lud? Um. This one's really hard because I think, I mean, I hate to be like this, but I have loved the men's races, um, the sprinting. Um, the men sweeping the hundreds? I mean, it's a hard. The it's hard the, oh, did they sweep the 200s? That's what. And the new record? Like, yes. I think, I think Noah Lyles probably was my, was my top seeing him win the 200. <laughs> my favorite men's moment is Peter Bromka tweeting about. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. But I hey, also but loved it. my favorite. Like I, I loved everyone, but the the men's one, the men's four hundred meter hurdles with um, Rye Benjamin getting second and Trevor Bassett getting third, and then that yeah. whole thing with Trevor Bassett lost, lost his coach, and he had predicted it. Oh it yeah. Everybody loved him, and it was just like the the world champs has been so much better than the Olympics. It's like every uh-huh. race has been so big and such a story. Like, yeah, yeah, they just need to stop making it in Pacific Coast yeah. time. Even though I haven't watched it as much as y'all, I've been following. Like, first of all, I've been reading your texts, and then following Sidious Mag on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I'm in the loop. So good job, guys! Can't wait for you yeah. to buy this yeah. podcast. <laughs> You know, you know, they need to get us on here on their podcast. <laughs> yeah. Please delete these parts yeah. out because it's so embarrassing. I um, know. I'm allowed to at least joke around. Okay. Yeah. No. All right. What? All right, guys. All right, Jake. Hang in there, hang in there buddy. Peace out. Yeah, I'll see you guys. Oh, bye, Lydia. <laughs> oh. No, that no, no. She's already gone. All right. All right, buddy. Okay, see ya. We'll see you later. Bye. Okay, bye. Okay, and that's it for the 11th episode of the BQ Moonshot Podcast. As always, we so appreciate you listening and love having these conversations and putting them out into the world. I love talking to Jude and hearing about her running journey. I love talking about the world champion chips with Paul and Lydia. 
and I love just processing everything that's going on in my life and running journey and it really feels cathartic and great just to get it all out there. So we hope you are really enjoying the podcast. As always, we would love it if you rate, review, and share wherever you listen to your podcasts and share it with your friends and family. Now, if you haven't already, get out and go for a run.